This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Everton 2, Liverpool 2, a derby for the ages, if not for the officials. Goals, a red card, VAR controversy. What more would you expect from the Merseyside derby? I'm Guy Clark. Welcome to the post-game podcast here on the Blood Red channel as we bring you reaction to the draw at Goodison. VAR may just get a mention. Coming up, Jurgen Klopp can't hold back his emotions in his press conference. I'm really not in a good mood because, how I said, you all gave me the same information. We, we should have won the game, we didn't. And I have injured players, players in the dressing room. That's not good. The Echo's Liverpool correspondent Paul Gorst with his take from Goodison Park. The, uh, the biggest moment of the game was reserved for the final few seconds when Jordan Henderson thought he'd made it 3-2. Um, after Sadio Mane's cross, but uh, VAR intervened. Plus, we hear from you, the fans. Like a lot of Liverpool fans right now, I'm absolutely fuming. That was reckless from Jordan Pickford. That is leg-breaking, potentially. Liverpool absolutely robbed of a wonderful 3-2 victory in stoppage time there by the disgraceful VAR. Insight, analysis and opinion all to come right here on the Post Game Podcast. The post-game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Liverpool have ended Everton's 100% start to the Premier League season after a crazy, chaotic 2-2 draw here at Goodison Park this afternoon. Um, really sad derby to remember. Liverpool are now unbeaten in 23 of those, dating back to uh, to this date 10 years ago. Um, Jürgen Klopp is now up to a dozen undefeated since he came into the club five years ago today as well. Um, but that is, is far from the story of this uh, crazy and chaotic game. As you say, um, Liverpool took the lead early on through Sadio Mane with a slick finish after a great move involving Andy Robertson. But then um, Virgil van Dijk was forced off for Joe Gomez after Jordan uh, Pickford's horrendous tackle. Um, and the England goalkeeper somehow escaped centre for that one with the offside flag being raised just before um, the Dutch defender was completely taken out and had his, he, uh, his uh, game ended. Um, Everton got back into it when Michael Keane headed home from a corner uh, with Van Dijk obviously off the pitch. Liverpool were uh, forced to defend a little bit, um, a little bit deeper and, and couldn't quite keep out uh, Keane's header. Um, and it was Mohamed Salah in the second half actually who gave Liverpool the two-one lead. Um, an instinctive first-time finish after Yeri Mina's uh, failed clearance is 100 goal for Liverpool, but the drama was far from over as the game crept into the final ten minutes. Dominic Calvert-Lewin made a two-two off the great header um, from Luca Dean's cross before uh, Richarlison was given a straight red card for a terrible challenge on Thiago on the halfway line, um, referee Michael Oliver. Um, Reese was red card straight away and eventually sent off the Brazilian after he climbed to his feet, after he injured himself in the tackle. Um, but the drama, the uh, the biggest um, biggest moment of the game was reserved for the final few seconds when Jordan Henderson thought he'd made it 3-2 um, after Sadio Mane's cross, but uh, VAR intervened. And somehow, um, against uh, most people's common sense, it must be said, um, a baffling decision from a Liverpool perspective, uh, Mane was ruled to be offside. So uh, the game finished 2-2. Uh, Liverpool um, aren't back to winning ways after that 7-2 defeat to Aston Villa earlier this month. But they are um, up, up and running again after the international break and um, have ended Everton's 100% uh, start of the season. So Liverpool march on, Liverpool 2, Everton 2 in this crazy derby, uh, the 237th, uh, a dramatic one. Uh, and one that truly lets us know the football is back on Merseyside. The Echoes Liverpool correspondent Paul Gorst wrapping things up then at Goodison Park after a feisty, frenetic and ferocious Merseyside derby 
which of course did finish two apiece. A red card for Richarlison, then Jordan Pickford perhaps then lucky to not receive one himself and a controversial VAR offside call against Sadio Mane in stoppage time. Not too much for Jurgen Klopp to be upset about then. Here he is giving his thoughts to the media after the full-time whistle. Hi, Jürgen. I'm just wondering your thoughts and emotions after a fierce derby that I think everyone thought you'd legitimately won. It's getting harder and harder to take it, to be honest, because I went up this year after the game in the dressing room, heard from, like the game, really good game for my boys. Um, it was the best away derby we played um, since I'm at Liverpool. Top football, conceded goals with the specific, because of the specific strength of, of Everton. Um, the set piece was unlucky when they scored, unlucky because virtually so Virch is on the pitch that we have to sort that and we sorted it in the game. The only problem was that was, I think, the first corner after he left the pitch. And so there was this little moment of disorganization. They used it, that's quality of Everton so good. Um, and the second goal is obviously um, we avoided pretty much all situations like this over the, over the 90 minutes. But one time we let Dignit, I think, was it cross and I heard already when the ball was in the air from the Everton bench, that's it. So, and then because they know he's really strong and that's it in this situation, and he scores that goal, good goal. Our goals were brilliant. Um, and then I leave the pitch, and Thiago tells me that in the red card situation with Richardson, he, he thinks he got injured. We will see if it's true or not. We players felt like this, we, will, we, have, we need to have a look. Then I come in the dressing room. In the dressing room, the people stand there with a the laptop. All the people stand around the laptop and ask what's what's on. And they say, we watch the situation back and we don't understand why they whistled offside. And look, I'm a real supporter of VR, but then you, of course, you would expect that, especially with offside, that you then do the right decision. We, had, we scored a goal one time at Aston Villa and um, they said the armpit was offside. Sounds funny, we got it. This time, the picture I saw now, once on the laptop, there's no armpit, there's nothing, they were just not offside. So, and since then, I had 10 interviews roundabout, and everybody tells me it was not offside, and that doesn't lift my mood, obviously, because it's just you all watched it, obviously, uh, more often. That's tricky. So, we lost one player in a situation where we uh, was not involved um, with virtual and um, and when maybe another one in the, in the, in the red card today and, and scored a goal a legitimate goal whatever the world is which didn't count so obviously not our day but the performance was the performance I wanted to see I don't want to make your mood worse but, but how serious is the injury to Virgil I don't know I don't know so it's not good virtual played for us, I don't know how many games in a row. He plays with pain, he plays with pretty much everything, but he couldn't play on. That's not good. And if I can cheer you up with a final question, it was um, Mo Salah's 100th goal for Liverpool. That stat is special, but that finish this afternoon reminds everybody what a special player he is, doesn't it? I'm, I'm unfortunately, so I, I hope you find something in your, uh, in, in, in your notes um, how often I said how good um, Mo is and, and all these boys are great, the goal sensational, but I'm, I'm not in the mood to, to talk about that now. Yes, it was a sensational goal and the numbers are incredible. It's really crazy, but not even Mo wants to talk about that in a moment. Jürgen, just to take you back to that foul 
on, on Virgil van Dijk. Have you have you seen it again? No, no, only the first the first moment. Also in the game, that was pretty quick for me. It was a clear penalty, what I saw, um, and then obviously we, we saw that the flag went up, so offside. I still thought it's worth to have a look on the foul, but that didn't happen. So um, that we have no power there. We, we we just sit here and now you discuss it with me. We have to we have to ask other people about that, and um, not me. Obviously, if it was a what can I say? A, a, a find a word. I don't want to say John Pickford wanted to do it, but it's a, it's of course not a challenge how a goalie can do it in the box because there's another player, and if you if it's not offside, it's a one hundred percent penalty, and uh, so it's nothing. Well, that's all. I know it's obviously hard to analyze at the moment, but you said that you'd sent the players a text message when they're on international duty, expecting a response. And really, the start you had and the performance you had, you must be in- encouraged by that because Aston Villa was such a, such a setback. Yeah, how is that? I'm, that has nothing to do with my, with my message <laughs> for two weeks ago. How the boys played today. These boys are exceptional. These boys um, um, are a team I'm 100% of the time proud of being their manager. Yes, and in Aston Villa, we played uh, a really under, under average game, a bad game. Um, then you lose in the Premier League a game. We lost 7 2. That doesn't happen too often. I'm not surprised about the reaction. Uh, that's what we wanted to see, but it's still only a draw. Uh, but the game and the performance and the reaction, I think everybody who is with us thought today, um, yeah, that was pretty good. You know, Everton is in a, in a sensational moment, huh? really flying, um, um, winning the games um, and all this stuff. And yeah, and then getting dominated like they got dominated here today at home. I think that. That is not that's not easy, but my boys did it today, even in very very um, yeah difficult circumstances. Just losing a main player very very early. Joe Gomez played a sensational game. Um, I think everybody thought then yeah chipped the long balls, covered Lewin in the direction. Joe Gomez and Joe Gomez dealt outstanding with it. I liked it a lot. So yeah, good game. Um, last year, uh, in the beginning of the season, you scored many goals in the last 10-15 minutes and it built up the momentum of the team over and over and over and again. And in the last two weeks, you know, three deflected goals in Aston Villa, which doesn't happen much. Uh, this game inches offside and one even not offside maybe, so very unlucky games back to back. Do you think there's a, a mental confidence that needs to be reboosted up again in this or the boys will... As always, uh, show the response right away. I'm, I said, I'm not worried about the boys. It's the, the problem what we have in the moment is just, and I'm really not in a good mood because how I said, you all gave me the same information. We, we should have won the game. We didn't. And I have injured players, players in the dressing room. That's not good. So we will see how we respond. But all what you said, I didn't understand you. All what is not the whole complete um, question, but um, we will show the response we can show on all the situation. And we scored today a late goal. It just didn't count for some reason. So the boys are fine in that, but we had not to make the decision if it's if it counts or not. So would you have asked the same question if we 
<laughs> if the ref would have said it was no offside. So, um, no, it's all the same. Jurgen Klopp then doing well to keep his emotions largely in check when speaking with the media after the game. Clear to hear the emotion and frustration, though, in his voice. Coming up, we'll dip into the Blood Red podcast Facebook group, but not before we hear from a couple of our regular contributors, Lauren Black, to come, but not before Alex Watt. Merseyside derbies tend to have a lot of talking points generally, but this one was something else. I mean... Like a lot of Liverpool fans right now, I'm absolutely fuming, to be honest, because I felt like that was such an improved performance from Liverpool and we've ended up missing out on three points that we deserved, in my opinion, largely because a guy at a computer thinks Sadio Mane's elbow is offside and he can't be bothered to check for violent conduct in the first half. It was a game bookended by two of the worst of our decisions we're likely to see all season, I think. I'll be honest, I think the VAR team should be utterly ashamed of their performance today. It was completely shambolic. And the annoying part is that non, nothing will happen to the guys who've made those decisions. They'll be back working in the booth again next week with no ramifications for essentially robbing us of two points. Um, two points that could be pivotal come the end of the season in a title race. Um so, yeah, just infuriating. You know, I'll come on to the Pickford thing, but the VAR call against Mane for what should have been the winner from Henderson is pathetic. You know, if he's offside there, we're talking millimetres, and that's not what football is supposed to be about. And I thought Henderson deserved that winner as well after his performance today as well. He was phenomenal. I actually hurt myself. I was celebrating it so hard. And then for it to be ruled out for that was so depressing. You know, I think we, as I said, we deserved that winner. I thought this was a great performance, a real reaction to what happened against Villa. We looked like the defending Premier League champions again, the way we didn't in that last game. Um, the team came out looking like they had a point to prove um, after the last game. Everton had basically their best 11 out, so Liverpool had to be at their best. They had to win the midfield battle. They had to be defensively solid. And in terms of the midfield, particularly, I thought the press, the energy looked back to its best. I love that three of Fabinho, Thiago and Henderson. I think it's really well balanced. It's so much more secure than what we saw against Villa. I thought they kept the ball so well they won it back quickly like the amount of times they were able to win the ball off Alan for instance was really impressive because we know that's not an easy feat usually and as I say Jordan Henderson I thought was fantastic in that more advanced midfield role again um, showing how much we missed him in the midfield in the Villa game you know everything about his energy his drive his leadership his ability on the ball and driving us forward it just makes such a difference to how we play and obviously having Thiago in there for that extra element as well, he's just, he's such a class act on the ball. And we saw that again today. Lovely to see him get the full 90 minutes in, in a Liverpool shirt. Um, the other big talking point we, we should talk about is obviously this Pickford challenge. Um, if we can call it that, more of an assault really on Van Dijk. So... You know, the last thing you want to see in a Merseyside derby from a Liverpool perspective, obviously I'm sure Everton fans were a lot happier with it, but we don't want to see Virgil van Dijk going off um, injured, hopefully just a precaution because not a player we want to be missing with Champions League and all these games coming up. I'm astounded, to be honest, that Pickford stayed on the pitch after that. It's a horrible 
dangerous challenge. It shouldn't matter about the offside when it's dangerous play like that. Um, you know, Van Dyke's armpit being offside shouldn't mean that Pickford gets away with nearly decapitating him, in my opinion. But here we are, you know, um, and it's actually now being confirmed that the VAR official David Coote didn't even check for the red card. What's the point in the technology then? Because I'm sorry, if you don't think that's a challenge you need to look at as a potential red card for violent conduct, it might be time to look for another job, to be honest, because if you punch someone off the ball, it's a red card. You can send players off after the final whistle, but this wasn't deemed worthy of looking at as a potential red card. In terms of other talking points to mention, I mean, classic Mo Salah. He was quite quiet in the second half. In the first half, he scuffed a couple of easy, easier chances. And then out of nowhere, he scores this absolute screamer to get his 100th Liverpool goal. Um, Yeah, incredible. Um, Calvert-Lewin, obviously disappointing that he ended up getting the equaliser. It felt like he wasn't having his best game and then he still managed to pop up with that with that goal which which ended up being the one that secured the point for them just so annoyed that we haven't come away with the three points and I'm glad I've managed to get through this rant without swearing as well because I did not get through watching the game without swearing but we should have the three points today we deserved it it feels like the VAR team have cost us today rather than the team's performance um the positives are we were played so much better. If we play like that against Ajax on Wednesday and then Sheffield United next weekend, we should be fine going forward. And just fingers crossed that Van Dijk and Thiago don't come away from today too badly injured. Um, and yeah, here's to the next one. Cheers, up the Reds. Lauren Black here to give my thoughts on Liverpool's 2-2 draw with Everton at Goodison Park. Um I think the obvious talking point of the game is is the VAR nightmare that happened today. Um, I think the VAR and the officials involved in today's match have some explaining to do um, after what we've all just witnessed um, in that game there. Uh, Firstly, Jordan Pickford should not have played 90 minutes of football today, regardless of if Van Dijk was offside or not. Um, from from the free kick, it is a dangerous tackle. It's a terrible tackle, to be honest. I think he knew he knew as well, and he certainly knows it after the game um, that he's a very lucky boy to still be to still be on the pitch. It was yeah, just a disgraceful challenge, and I think the worst part of it is that it was just forgotten about once the game had finished. Um, well, once the once the tackle had been made, sorry, and yeah, just I can't even. I've got no words to describe how how. He wasn't penalised for that. I would also like a good explanation from the VAR team regarding Jordan Henderson's disallowed goal. Um, very, very fine margins, I think. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if there's any anything said about that from from the officials after the match as well. But in terms of the actual football play today, I think despite the fo- the poor officiating, it was one of the best Goodison Derby matches that's happened for a while. Um, this fixtures been a bit of a of a boring one over recent seasons, especially the last three seasons with a lot of nil nil draws or one ones. Um, but Everton have have improved immensely since last season and are playing very well this season. Both teams have plenty of the ball and a decent amount of chances. I think you've got to highlight Calvert Lewin um, and how he's playing so far this season. He was always going to be a big threat for Liverpool today. Um, and his header was, was well-timed and our defence just didn't put him under enough pressure um, and it's a great equaliser for them in the 80th minute and the, that seemed to switch the game a little bit Liverpool obviously went 2-1 up through Salah's 
great volley goal is his one hundredth goal for us. Um, you know we seem to have a lot of possession at that point, but then that that goal changes changes the game again, um, and opens it up a little bit more. Um, I thought having Sadio Mane back in the team today was excellent. Um, and his his goal at the beginning of the match and inside the first two minutes I had a bit of everything. It was a great passing move, great intensity from our team and then a really good finish from Sadio. Um it was the perfect start, but it might have maybe have just come a little bit too early. Um again, Salah wasn't at his at his best again today, but he proved us wrong with that with that lovely goal to put us ahead. Um I was really impressed with our midfield as well today. Fabino is always a plus when he plays in that defensive midfielder role and it was nice to have both Henderson and Thiago back on the in the team. Henderson was was missed massively in the games that he didn't play so far this season and he, he did really well today and, and really did deserve his goal at the end. Just a shame that VAR doesn't know what the what they're doing at the minute. And then, you know, Thiago, what an exceptional player he is. I think it took him a little bit bit of time to get himself involved, but once he did he he was he was involved in everything and he can make a five yard pass look sensational. So yeah, it was great to have him back on the side. Let's just hope that, you know, a big game against Ajax on Wednesday night in the Champions League is, is a good one for us. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Hello, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. I've never been more angry at officiating in my entire life. I actually feel a bit sick. To air just a few of my grievances, A. How in the F did the officials miss the most obvious red card of this or any other season? B. Dominic Kelvert-Lewin looked offside before Everton won their corner, leading to their first equaliser. C. Just after we scored our second goal, just after, James Rodriguez had his boot in Fabinho's face. Rodriguez had been booked and the ref inexplicably just let him off. D. The lines for both the Virgil van Dijk incident and Sadio Mane being ruled offside were drawn from the outside of the arm. I have photo evidence because I was so incredulous that I took a photo of my screen. Both decisions, both lines are absolutely scandalous. I could carry on. I could probably carry on to the end of the alphabet. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just don't have time. I know neither Jurgen Klopp nor his players are allowed to criticise referees in public. So relax, guys, if you're listening to this and let me do it for you. The refereeing team today were shameful. They are not fit to do their jobs. They ruined the match along with Everton's unnecessary and reckless and feckless challenges, and otherwise it could have been a great match. In a village full of village idiots, today's officials would be the village idiots. I'm fuming, there's smoke coming out of my ears. As I was typing this review, I was punching the keys so loudly that I 
I could have, you know, I don't know, caused an earthquake or something. So this is Owen from Cop on Podcast. I should pretty much leave it here. There was a game as well, and you know, we 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 generally, I mean, we well, we did really well under the circumstances. But I hope that the players feel the same anger that I do and use it for the rest of the season and bring home this title again, even though. Everyone, including the officials, it seems, is against us. Josh Woodness with his thoughts on the Everton Liverpool game. 2 2 in the end there. Uh, Liverpool absolutely robbed of a wonderful 3 2 victory in stoppage time there by the disgraceful VAR. Absolutely shocking. Probably the worst VAR decision of ever seen there's been a few bad ones in the last season or so if that is offside then I don't want to watch football anymore that is the worst decision I have ever seen absolutely robbed us of a moment there of a 3-2 victory the game started off so well for Liverpool the tempo was right from the first second and Mane scored within two, two or three minutes, I think it was. Great build-up play. Great, great passing. Great speed on the passing, though, through the midfield and getting that wide. And it was a great finish for Mane. We're 1-0 up and you're thinking this could be, you know, a really good, really good game. A couple of minutes later, a horror challenge, absolute horror challenge from Pickford. How he stayed on the, how he's not even got a card or... It's an absolutely disgusting challenge on the fifth minute and he's took Van Dijk and it's it's I think it's knocked the stuffing out of us a little bit. We've lost Van Dijk there. Hopefully it's not too bad an injury, but he had to go off and we had to throw Gomez on and it did leave us a little bit lightweight there in the middle. We definitely miss Van Dijk. But overall in that first half, Liverpool, they were, they were comfortably the better side and they were lucky to get back into it, really. Everton with, you know, the set piece, the corner. It was a uh, keen, really. Yeah, it was a good ball, but good header. But the keeper's got to do so much better. Adrian come under a lot of stick recently. And I don't like singling people out, but that was really poor from Adrian. He's got to do a little bit better. Yeah, it come at him quick, but it was right at him. Just a strong hand and he's tipping it over the bar. But yeah, it's gone in and they've got back in the game. But say overall... We were the better side in that first half. Dominated a lot of the game, created a few chances. And yeah, I was quite pleased. And I think Everton were quite lucky to go in 1 1. You come out second half and we weren't quite out. We had a very early chance. I think it was Endo in the first couple of minutes, but we weren't quite as on it in that second half. Everton a little bit better, got into the game a bit more and created a few chances themselves. We. We lost a little bit of momentum in the midfield. Everton had a good spell, 20, 25 minutes. And yeah, it was 20 minutes to go, wasn't it? Salah it's got, got the uh, the second, an absolutely wonderful strike. Um, come to him, just smashed it with his left foot. Typical Salah, out of nothing. Such a special player, such a talent. And 2-1 up, you're thinking, we're going to go on and win this game. Um it didn't it, it still didn't happen did it Everton created the chance I think it was about 10 minutes to go some good football again 
And Calvert-Lewis is, is a great ball from the left. Calvert-Lewis has got up, scored a magnificent header. The lad's absolutely on fire and got them to, got them the, the two-all draw. Now, Everton-wise, obviously they're a better side than we've played in many a year, the Everton side. Much better balance on their side. You can see Alan was a good in midfield, ratting around for them. I think could have been booked a lot earlier, to be honest. Quite a few niggly little tackles, but... You can see he's give them a little bit of needle because it was always the Everton midfield what let them down. Gomez has obviously got the quality and and then obviously the front three I thought were excellent for Everton compared to what they've had in the last few years. Richarlison, absolute threat all the time. Absolutely disgraceful challenge and deservedly a red card. On Thiago, you know, James Rodriguez, the... The signing for Everton, he is their class player. He was, you know, he's one of the best players I've seen at Everton for a long time. You can see the quality he's going to bring, and yeah, I think Everton, are, Everton are going to be all right this year. I think they might keep it going for a little bit. So it was a bit, a bit of a shame in the end that we didn't get the victory. We should have. We'd done enough to get the victory. We actually got the goal, and a ridiculous, ridiculous. VAR decision which should never ever been given it's strangling the life out of football these stupid decisions you're having your moment you're celebrating you think you've won it and then all of a sudden oh no that wasn't a goal actually it was one millimetre come on if that's not football I mean it's just, it's just heartbreaking to see yeah finally on the Liverpool points I thought man of the match Thiago Alcacerraz unbelievable what a play he's going to be for Liverpool. Keeps the ball moving so well. Left to right, forward, back. Looks a threat. You know, he created that goal at the end. There was a little no-look pass into Mane. He's an absolute class act. And I think he's, he, he could take us to the next level. Brilliant player, brilliant performance today from him. And I look forward to seeing him in a red shirt for the rest of the season. But overall, disappointing coming out of that game without the three points, but it's still very, very early in the season. Five games, I think that is. It's a good reaction from the devastating 7-2 defeat, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and hopefully it's onwards and upwards now. Come on, Liverpool! Owen, before Ross here on the post-game podcast, Ross with his say, Thiago Alcatraz. I suppose you could say he had the midfield on lockdown at times. An impressive full debut for the Bayern Munich man. Let's get into the Blood Red Podcast Facebook group then. Simply search for Blood Red Podcast on Facebook. Find the group and if you join, your thoughts could well be read out here on the post-game podcast. Kobe Ben Shashar says, Oliver was man of the match for Everton. Talking about referee Michael Oliver, of course, should have sent Pickford off and generally allowed the Blues to play really dangerously throughout, which eventually resulted in Richarlison's attempted murder on Thiago. To cap it all off, he disallowed what in my eyes was a valid goal, an absolute disgrace of a performance by him. Ernest Quateng says only ourselves to blame though so he's taking a different view to Kobe Firmino anonymous today so slow and should have been subbed much earlier Thiago is absolute classed but again so wasteful up front Gareth Shepard says one point from the last two games and conceding far too many goals not good enough and finally, Alan Downey says, great performance from the Reds. We were robbed twice, but a clear moral victory. So good to see Hendo back. He had a superb game. You'll never walk alone. For more, just search for Blood Red Podcast on Facebook. Join the group and get yourselves involved. Final thoughts on the Derby at Goodison come from Mark Baker after Hannah Pinnock has her say. 
I don't quite know where to begin with that. I mean, I guess I'll start with the positives. Um, that is the exact response that we needed after such a heavy defeat to Villa. Performance-wise, at least, I thought we needed that. Um, I thought, bar a couple of things, I thought we were pretty exceptional, by far the more dominant side. And I guess even with that many decisions going against Liverpool and for Everton, Everton still couldn't beat us. So <laughs> if you're going to take any positive, I would say that would be it. But I guess to start with the decisions, the Pickford one, <laughs> I just, it blows my mind. And, you know, usually referees, you know, like Peter Walton will go into BT Sport you know, and speak at half time and be able to justify a referee's decision or why a particular decision is made. But I think it is absolutely telling that not even Peter Walton could could defend that. Um, you know, regardless of whether Virgil Van Dyke was offside or not, players are still accountable for their actions, and that was reckless from Jordan Pickford. That is leg breaking potentially, and I think. Um, Van Dijk is very very lucky that it, it wasn't a lot worse um, you know even though he did have to go off I'm, there's no word from Klopp yet you know on how long he'll be out for um, God forbid he's out for too long I mean he's one of our most important players but for Pickford not to be sent off or even cautioned for a challenge like that I think is utterly ridiculous and regardless of the whistle going that is dangerous that is whether you know I, I don't think it was intentional from Pickford I don't think he went in there maliciously but it is reckless and that needs to be punished um the fact that it wasn't is ridiculous um and you know that sort of then in a way changed the game um you know, I thought, you know, Calvert-Lewin is an exceptional player, particularly for Everton's equaliser. Um, the leap for his goal, I mean, the, the kid's on fire at the moment. You know, but things do become a little bit harder when Virgil van Dijk isn't on the pitch. You know, Everton do then start to get a little bit of joy and, you know, Calvert-Lewin and, and Keane capitalise on that. Second half, I thought, was a very solid performance from you know everyone particularly Thiago I thought he was exceptional second half Jordan Henderson across the 90 minutes you know shows exactly why we've missed him and I felt absolutely awful for him for that goal to be disallowed he deserved it I think more than anyone on the pitch and Salah as well his 100th goal for Liverpool incredible incredible goal from him um, you know we deserve to win that game and the fact that we haven't is a little bit mind-blowing. Um, Mane just wasn't offside. <laughs> you got to laugh about it because that's that's the way that football's gone. Um, I, th- I don't understand why we have VAR when it gets such big decisions like that wrong. You know, it's been bought in to get the right decision and to get the right outcome, but you look at that still of, of Mane and he is not offside. You know, and I don't understand how a freeze frame image like that, that 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 is used for VAR, I don't get how it can be accurate by you know the fact that someone can be ruled off for being millimeters offside. The margin for error is 
millimeters you know so it it just doesn't make sense and um Klopp was understandably fuming at the final whistle even he just seemed speechless and you know I, I would love to see interviews with v- referees and VAR officials after a game to literally explain how they come to their decisions because some of them just I've struggled to see anyone you know covering the game talking about the game agree with those decisions you know unless they're rival fans of course but it just doesn't doesn't make sense and I think something needs to be looked at I mean you you can't you can't have goals like that ruled out for the the marginal marginal offside and everyone was saying it Mane looked onside I you you look at that image and you're like he's onside but somehow they managed to make it so he's not (laughs) um but yeah I, I don't really know what else to say other than other than we deserved better to be honest <laughs> Mark Baker reflecting on Everton versus Liverpool in the Premier League Liverpool come away massively frustrated from the game I felt they were the, the better side for large majorities I felt they, they played really well actually Liverpool especially in certain spells I felt it was a 10 to 15 minute period in the second half where they lost the way slightly but apart from that with the with this dominant force within the game Everton I don't think any team have been as as good aerially conjuring goals in the last 12 to uh, I don't know 18 months than Everton they've got players of good aerial ability who can attack balls into the penalty area Calvert-Lewin Richarlison Mina Michael Keane these individuals and, and obviously they were able to acquire two goals from them them areas Liverpool obviously missing Virgil van Dijk and it showed. I don't think they were aggressive enough in the penalty area in both the instances of which Everton scored. Keane was allowed far too much space to run into. Um, and then there wasn't enough of a potential block on the player. There wasn't enough of a, an aggressive challenge to be able to interrupt either his run or the header. And then you can question whether actually Adrian should have done better, although it was from close range. And the second goal, obviously, Luca Dean has plenty of time to weigh the cross up. And when the ball's coming into the penalty area, it's got a lot of air on it and for me there's enough time for Joe Gomez to adjust his position, see that Robertson's vulnerable, see that Calvert-Lewin's attached himself to the back of the full-back and maybe make the decision to switch that and be able to affect Calvert-Lewin, obviously with Gomez being a far superior player in the air. Robertson, has he communicated well enough with Gomez? We don't know. But between them, it, it wasn't good enough. And I think that's why Liverpool can have no complaints about only coming away from the game with a point. And obviously, there's a there's a period of time now the fans I looks like he might be out for. It looks like knee ligaments, which would be, obviously be a massive blow to Liverpool. Um, obviously, for that incident, I mean, it's a bit of a crazy one, really. I, I mean, it was debatable whether he was offside anyway, I suppose. But uh, as always, the officials have a better viewpoint. They decided that he was. But after that, even after the incident, I mean, surely there can still be some sort of ramification uh, for Jordan Pickford's challenge, which was a straight red card. I don't think anybody has, has argued that point, and it was a terrible tackle. I felt that Thiago was fantastic in midfield. I felt Jordan Henderson played very well. Obviously, Thiago, we know what he brings, and I think that was illustrated by the reverse pass into Manny for the Zizlar goal in the last minute. Brilliant disguise. 
brilliant vision to be able to spot the run and then the technical ability to execute the pass as well. I've looked at it a few times and it's really hard to see the manis offside and I think they're the ones that are, are really hard to accept. I mean, I must say, you know, I'm not one of these people who's deadly against VAR. I think that, you know, there could be a situation in a game where you can see the goal in the last minute and, for example, if Manny was offside and that, that potential move, no VAR and Liverpool is to score a goal, well, that's just... Them incidents can just equally happen as much as VAR having a look. However, like I say, I mean, it's, it's just difficult when you look at a replay multiple occasions and you cannot for certain see that offside decision. And I think maybe after a period of time, maybe a, a time frame period, if it isn't clear then it'd be the, the decision to give the advantage to the attacker. But that's the that's the you know, the football landscape as it is. As for decisions in general play from VAR, I always believe that having the chance to have multiple looks at in an instance is going to get more accurate results. So I'm not against it in that sense whatsoever. And I think a lot of the Ferrari around it takes away the fact of how many poor decisions were going unpunished before VAR came in. At least it for me offers you the chance to to have more looks which therefore should make more accurate decisions albeit and this is where i think people get a bit confused by it it's not var it's actually the people having the second or third look or the referee as it is now being able to go to the screen if his decision is wrong in that incident well that's not var is it it's you know it's the the official who's making that call all var offers is the opportunity to be able to see that incident on more than one occasion so massively disappointing. I felt Liverpool played really well in the game, though, for the large periods. As I say, I think it'll feel like a defeat because of the manner at the end. But the big thing I'd come away with was the performance in the midfield, who I thought were excellent. The new variety that Thiago can bring and just sheer quality, really. As I say, it's not often Liverpool by one of the best players in the world in the position. But for me, if you are not going to be aggressive enough inside the penalty area, whether that be in both boxes, in terms of your final shot in the attacking third or defending your own goal, unfortunately you're going to find it difficult to win games and that's what Liverpool uh, what that's what Liverpool cost or that's what cost Liverpool today. Albeit there was decisions in the game which obviously didn't help the case to go on and win the game. Mark Baker calm and calculated with the final say following on from Hannah here on the post-game podcast. Keep across the Blood Red channel for further reaction to come with our Blood Red podcast on Monday. On Sunday, we'll have an intriguing chat with the Reds throwing coach Thomas Gronemark speaking with Matt Addison. So do keep an ear out for that one. Thanks as always goes to those who continue to download and listen in wherever it is you get your audio on demand. If you ever fancy leaving as a rating or a review or even sharing the podcast, that's always more than appreciated. Thanks though for your time and your company here on Post Game. It's bye for now. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.